It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Well, 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 welcome to the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation ceremony brought to you by the fine folks right here at Fox Across America. It is the weekend, and uh, we happen to acknowledge, mark, celebrate, denote uh, the person we enjoyed the most each week. We like to highlight their performance, if you will. Uh, What's another word for thesaurus? Anyway, stick with me. Uh, Every week on the Fox Across America Game Ball Presentation Ceremony, we take a guest that, you know, moved the needle for me one way or the other, whether it was intellectually with like, oh, I never thought of it that way, or it was funny, whatever the case may be. Somebody gets a Game Ball, and this week's recipient uh, is one of my all-time favorite people in this industry or any industry, and I just recently got a chance to hang out with her brother when we were out doing stand-up in Arizona. He showed us all over Scott's Tale, and we went to Old Town, and Watched all the bachelorette parties riding bicycles and puking on them at the end of the night, and they cried and pulled each other's hair. It was a wild one. Uh, she, of course, was not part of that, but she was very much a big part of this week's show. I am talking about Town Hall and Fox News contributor, the host of Luxury Hunting Lodges in America, Katie Pavlich, KP. Come get your game ball, girlfriend. I've just gotten some more insight into your commentary on Fox News Saturday night last week. So for anyone listening, i got to tell them this because I didn't know this factored into your analysis. But last week I was walking around the building with a camera crew. I was asking Fox talent whether or not we should be drinking more or less based on the news cycle we had last week. Trump getting indicted, the aliens, the AI, all that stuff. You famously were the only person in the package who said maybe drink a little bit of less because we've got like the 4th of July coming up and we've got other big events. I now know that, but that tells me that not only do you see the 4th of July as a big drinkathon, but that tells me the Pavliches get a little rowdy on July the 10th, do they? Oh, yes. I mean, it's like the best week. It's my birthday, mm-hmm. it's my anniversary, and oh, it's wow. my and it's and it's America's Independence Day, which is my favorite holiday. So, yes. triple whammy and also Jimmy, I'm obviously a very responsible adult, which is why I was mm. giving that yeah, advice. yeah, yeah. Unlike everyone else, apparently. No, just kidding. <laughs> every- it's summertime. People got to have a good time, you know? Every- everybody everybody else was just like, hit the bar. The only people who actually <laughs> issued a disclaimer, you and uh, the great Sandra Smith, but I interviewed her on wow. set for America Reports, and she was like, well, you know, drink responsibly. She was trying to play a little defense. I mean, Hemmer practically had a toga on when I asked him. It was crazy. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it, it proves that we work in a very healthy industry. There you go. This that's, that's a good way to this is a good way to frame it. Katie Pavlich is on the line. We're excited. Uh, did you watch as I, as according to your Twitter feed, you did a lot of this Durham testimony today? Yes, I did indeed. Watched so, most of it. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, it was it was a mess, man. Basically, Durham. I'm trying I'm trying to outline this for people because I've been updating them as it's you know gone on and unfolded today on the radio. But he essentially said that this entire thing was started over nothing, essentially, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what he said. Uh, he, he also said that in the 300-page report that they put out a couple of weeks ago. And really, the point of today's hearing, of course, was to talk about the way that they treated the Trump campaign. But the broader, bigger problem is how the FISA court was abused by the FBI – And the FBI insists that they have implemented reforms and that things are different now. Um, But John Durham said today, and he said in the report, that until there is accountability for what was 
happening at the FBI, which was illegal and a violation of people's civil liberties, um, and not to mention destroying people's reputations, that the FBI will not change. And as you know, and, and most people listening to your show know, there was no accountable accountability for the people at the FBI who illegally submitted information to the FISA court to get a, a fake warrant um, that a FISA judge later berated the FBI for. And you never hear from the FISA judges because they're basically a secret court that's supposed to deal with national security. Um, and so, you know, I'm not confident that the FBI really has changed. You know, Andrew McCabe, who was the deputy director at the time of all this abuse, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, James Comey, They've all gone on to be promoted in the media for their behavior and have no regrets about what happened and continue to justify what they did. Um, and so, you know, we'll just have to see if Congress can do anything in terms of funding for the FBI to try and reform the system. They obviously they can't prosecute anybody. They can refer people for prosecution to, to the Department of Justice, which we all know is not going to go anywhere yeah. under Merrick Garland. Um, so, yeah, it's a big problem. And, you know, civil liberties, as John Durham said today, uh, are under serious threat when you have FBI agents who have serious authority as federal law enforcement agents yeah. <laughs> submitting false information that they got from a Cl the Clinton campaign yep. to a secret court to get a warrant to spy on you as an American when it's supposed, FISA is supposed to be reserved for foreign nationals. And one last thing, you know, FISA is up for renewal, mm -hmm. this part of it anyway, at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be interesting how that debate plays out because you talk to people and they say, we absolutely need it for national security purposes for terrorism. But when the government uses it for American citizens, it becomes also a, a threat, right? So they're yeah. trying to balance out how they're going to do that. Yeah, that's a racket. We're talking to the great Katie Pavlich, Fox News contributor, host the new season. I can't say it enough because I just like the sound of it. <laughs> Luxury hunting lodges of America. And you know they have bars. Do they have bars, Katie Pavlich? They, they are lots of gorgeous bars in these lodges. You know, it's a difficult job to go yeah. out and hunt for the day and then come back and have a nice cocktail. Mm. Um, but, Jimmy, in the first season, I went gator hunting, uh -huh. and I learned that to make a nice pair of boots, which I know you would appreciate, <laughs> you've got to get, like, four of those suckers. Yeah, yeah. You can't just shoot one. So <laughs> it's a process for sure. you gotta, you got to have a big day. You know, as Hillary Clinton said, it takes a village. You know, when these people yes. when these people see me on the village TV, of gators. yeah, it takes a village of gators to get it done. <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. I'm letting we're, we're, exactly. we're, we're letting them know too much now, Katie Pavlich. Um, well, let me ask you this. I mean, as an objective observer, when I hear that the DOJ was weaponized the way it was when it comes to the Mueller probe, doesn't that kind of undermine the credibility of what's happening to Trump now with classified documents? Absolutely, and you know, you you look at the way that all of this happened going back to 2016, which feels like a million years ago, um, and what it snowballed into, right? Like the, the false information given to the FISA court, which then got the warrant against Carter Page and George Papadopoulos, which resulted in them being berated by the FISA court, then snowballed into a special counsel investigation against President Trump during his first term, which then snowballed into the first impeachment of him due to him asking a question about accurate Biden corruption in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. um, and so all of the things that this one, you know, these, these things that the FBI was doing and texting each other saying that President Trump would never be president back then really have just gone on as for years and years. And it's just mind boggling to think about how those things can get completely out of control over the actions of a handful of people at the FBI. I mean, that's the scary thing, too, yeah. is how 
ingrained and embroiled the entire media landscape, the entire capital of Washington, D.C. got so caught up in this and still are. And it really does, you know, as you mentioned, question what's going on now with the classified information. Because even if, okay, say say it was true, mm-hmm. no one believes it because yep. they have no credibility, yep. right? So they've dug their own grave on that one. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. So let me, let, me, let me turn our attention, if we could pivot for one second, because it wasn't the only going on in our legal system this week. Hunter Biden got a pretty cream puff deal uh, when it comes to his plea deal. You know, for all the talk in Washington about passing stricter gun laws, doesn't this uh-huh. kind of expose a little bit of a fraud when it comes to that? Well, Jimmy, I don't think you should use cream puff in the same sentence as Hunter Biden. <laughs> I've seen what's on the laptop, and I just don't need to go back to the memories of what I found there. Oh, no! <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I have, in like, I peruse whenever there's a new dump of photos. I, I have seen so many. Yeah, no, I know. I, I said uh, I have seen so much male genitalia. I feel like I'm on a women's swim team. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's true. Oh, it's, it's true. Um, no, but back to the gun charge. Yeah. You know, it's, it is. It's back to the gun charge. I love how like some of these rappers who you know got charged yeah. with the same thing, like being on drugs but also getting guns Mm -hmm. uh, are now coming out like uh, white privilege, everybody. If you're a Biden, you don't go to jail. Um, But it's it's outrageous that this is an administration that continues to push for more gun laws, and yet they will not prosecute or enforce the ones that we have on the books, uh, felony violations on Hunter Biden for lying on a background check form. How often do you hear them say, we need universal background checks? Yeah. Okay, well, we have a lot of background checks, and apparently when people who are politically convenient to the president or Democrats lie about it, there's no penalty for them. Nice. Meanwhile, if you're a mom-and-pop gun shop and you screw up one you know, thing on your paperwork, mm-hmm. this administration has a no-tolerance policy about how that happened. Yeah. So you know, it just goes back to the two-tiered justice issue, and you know, not to mention that the gun was thrown in the dumpster behind yeah. the school. Yeah, how about um, that? It's just— so ridiculous, you know, and it just proves to you they're interested in politics and gun confiscation, not actual gun safety. A hundred percent, you know, and and you know what drives me crazy on the tax side, uh, and I'm not a tax lawyer, but I have been audited, by the way, a couple of times and got out of it in one piece. But I got it's really funny you laugh about this, too, because everybody wonders whether or not the IRS has priorities when it comes to who they audit. But the last time I got audited, the agent actually said to me, I'm not kidding. He was very friendly. We had a very cordial exchange. I owed a few forms. I got them together. They adjusted my income. I owed them like a few hundred dollars, maybe a thousand dollars. I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't like a life changing amount of money. But he actually said to me at the end of the investigation, I think by accident, he goes, wow. He's like, you know, you're actually like the most famous person I've ever audited. Oh, my God. Which which would almost make me think he knew where I worked and maybe got an Uh assignment. You know what I mean? I didn't say anything. I kept it cordial, you know, because I want to start off on good terms for the next audit. You know how this stuff works. But but what's (laughs) but what's so but what's so fascinating is like, okay, so they get Hunter Biden on tax evasion, but they're not actually looking into the income. You know, if he lied to you about the taxes, he's probably lying to you about what he made would be my takeaway. So does this kind of give them uh, or does it read to you as an effort to just conceal the source of that income so they can move on with the story? I mean, they say the investigation is ongoing, whatever that means. I mean, Hunter Biden's lawyers say that that's not the case, that this this particular case on the tax evasion part is is closed and the gun charge. But it's like, hello, like he wasn't paying taxes on what kind of income? Yeah. Like, where was it? Where was it coming from? What was the source of it? And 
how is it that now we have these bank accounts that the oversight committee is is looking into and and 10 million dollars just magically shows up in joe biden's bank account yeah and it's like we know where the money is coming from why aren't these federal agents actually doing their job to further explain that i mean it's yeah. so off it's like these things are so common sense two years ahead of time and then in two years they're gonna be like oh yeah it turns out that all this money was coming to yeah. all these different shell companies and tax evasion was worse than we thought it's like well i could have told you that and i don't work for the irs yeah well that well that's a scam you see what they ultimately do right when they're forced when they're forced to acknowledge the truth is they, in some instances, will admit to getting it wrong, which I don't accept because that implies that they tried to get it right in the first place. It's like right. with Russian collusion. They didn't get it wrong. They knew it was wrong. They made the whole thing up, and they knew it at the time. So that's the scam. The only thing I'm going to defend Biden on, okay, really quickly, is something you had mentioned about the $10 million. He actually got that money to save the queen. Oh, So will, right. will you forgive um, him if he does, in fact, save the queen with that money? Well, no, he failed because she's— not alive anymore. Whoa, whoa, so. whoa, whoa. You are breaking all kinds of news on the show today. Breaking news. There's a king now. This Just is, saying. I mean, you book Katie Pavlich and you find stuff out. That's why it works. Who, who I know knows? Lots of very important things. Who knows what they pay me the big bucks? Thank you. Who knows what they might learn in the luxury hunting lodges of America? <laughs> My advice is get out there and give it a look. Uh, Katie you Pavlich, should. you're the coolest. We'll do it again soon, pal. Thanks, Jimmy. Take, Talk to you later. You're the best. That's going to do it for the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation ceremony. We are back here live on Monday doing the damn thing in the studio. Until then, have the best weekend allowable by law. We will see you on Monday. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.